0: Welcome to the World Live Broadcast. Let's consider the importance of water in our lives. Water is one of the most powerful forces on this planet, but it's also one of the most essential. Now, uh, the power of tornadoes, just consider that. and Consider the power of a hurricane, or a tsunami, or snow, or ice, or rivers, or the oceans upon the planet. Now, the oceans are one of the most powerful things on the planet, if not uh, natural elements that there are, if not the most powerful. I remember the first time I ever went to Daytona Beach, Florida, I got out into the ocean and had never been there before, and a wave hit me and turned me flips. I I mean, it slammed me against the ocean floor, and my head was... Uh, hurting for a few minutes because it had such power that it just slammed me against the ocean floor but i didn't understand that it had such a powerful force well the next time it didn't happen to me because i went and i would dive into the wave instead of uh standing there and let it do me flips but you know sometimes we don't understand the importance of water it is the. Uh, it is also one of the most essential elements on the earth. We drink it, we cook with it, we shower, we travel on it. Without water, we couldn't survive. Now, I remember in uh, North Carolina, where I grew up in the mountains, uh, Hurricane Hugo hit the coast of Carolina, and it came in. And, you know, uh, we lived so far inland that the hurricane didn't hit us. But the tornadoes that came off of that hurricane, they uh, caused destruction where we lived. Uh, you could go across the top of the mountains and see where the tornadoes just wiped out trees. They just laid, uh, just laid them down, you know. And we didn't have power for days, and I told my mom, I was at her house, and I told her, I said, we don't have electricity, but we're going to have to have some water. We can't make without water. We can make without electricity, but we can't without water. And we had a water well. We had to use electricity to get the water out of the well. But, you know, I knew where there were some wells at that were artesian wells. There was a lady that lived down the road from us. She had an artesian well. Well, we had another neighbor that had a spring. That produced a two-inch pipe full of water. We could go and get water, but we had—I uh, would go get buckets or jo- uh, milk jugs, whatever we had—to uh, fill up with water so we could make it. But without that water, we couldn't survive. Now it's—it's uh, it's an essential thing to have water. Now just think about—if it. If you live in a city and uh, maybe you forgot to pay your bill or something, or something happened that they came and turned your water off, or you had to turn it off—and you know it—it it is. Uh, It is very, very essential that we have that water if we don't. It's so inconvenient, and we have to have it to live. But you know, sometimes we forget the importance of the water of the Holy Ghost. Now see, uh, wind, water, rain, clouds, fire, they're all symbols of the Holy Ghost. And we cannot survive without the rain of the Holy Ghost, without the water of the Holy Spirit either. Now we all know the uh, the story of the woman at the well of Samaria, and Jesus. He went to her, and she he asked her he asked her to give him a drink of water. She says, "You're asking me for a drink of water, and you all don't have anything to do with us Samaritans." And uh, Jesus said to her. In John four thirteen through 14, Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. Now, he was talking about the, the water of the Holy Ghost, and she didn't understand that. But see, he did. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Now, see, the water of the Holy Ghost, it's a well that's inside of you that springs up into everlasting life. And a lot of times we can go uh, all day long and we'll be thirsty and we will finally get water and it refreshes us and it restores life to our body. And we go, man, I wish I'd have stopped doing what I was doing and got some water earlier. Well, that's what we do in the Spirit. Sometimes we we'll leave the Holy Ghost out. And don't ask Him. To fill us up, we don't spend time in prayer, or spend time in the Word, and get filled up afresh with the Holy Ghost and uh, draw waters from the wells of salvation. Now, John chapter 6, verse 33 through 40. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never hunger. And who who believes in me shall never thirst. He said, if you believe in him, you'll never thirst. Because if you believe in him and you're born again, there's a well inside of you that springs up into everlasting life. And you can draw upon that well. In Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3, it says, Therefore with joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Now, see, we go around thirsty in the spirit all the time. If you're thirsty in the spirit, and we'll go around and drink a gallon of water a day, of natural water, and say, boy, I'm so thirsty and I'm going to drink water because that water, it keeps me, it keeps your body flushed out. It keeps your uh, impurities out of your body. Now, this is one thing that happens too. A lot of times in the natural, I'm going to put this in a natural sense, a lot of times people will go around and never drink any water. They only drink uh, sodas or stuff like that all day long, drink tea, stuff that doesn't that has impurities in it, has sugar in it and all these different things. Well, let me ask you a question. What if you took a shower every day in Coca-Cola? What if you took a shower in tea? What if you took a shower in coffee? If you just got a bucket of coffee and just took a shower in it and took a shower in it, and took a shower in it. And then what would happen, you could take one over and over and over, but never be cleansed. That's what the water and natural does. Natural water cleanses your body out. It flushes all the impurities out, and it washes you inside. You don't see it, but it washes you. But you know, that's what happens to us in the Holy Ghost as well. If we draw waters from the wells of salvation, And with joy, you draw that water out. It gets the impurities. It flushes them out of our lives. It gets the desire for other things. It washes those desires away. And it it keeps us refreshed in the spirit. And we're full of Him. And we hear His voice more fully and more clearly. And we understand the Word of God more fully and more clearly. And we know His direction more fully and more clearly. But sometimes we leave that out. And you see... Well, a lot of times we understand the power of the oceans. But, you know, it said in the beginning was the Word and the Word was God. The Word was with God. The Word was God because Jesus is the Word. And God created everything in Genesis chapter 1. It says that the Holy Spirit was hovering over the face of the deep. And God said. And then what happened was. The Holy Spirit performed whatever the Father said and he caused it to come to pass because the Holy Ghost is the most powerful element up on this planet. I I can say this, you could take all the oceans and put them together. You could take all the hurricanes and put them all together at one time. You could put every tsunami that's ever happened and put them all together at one time and they will not compare with the Holy Ghost. He created all these. He created the heavens and the earth. The Father God spoke it into existence, but the Holy Ghost created it. He did it. He is the creative power upon this earth. But sometimes we leave him out of everything, especially in our churches. And then a lot of times we go, well, I don't understand what's going on in our church. It's just drying up it's because the move of the holy ghost has dried up and if you let if you don't let the holy ghost do what he wants to do then what's going to happen is it just dries up and there's nothing there anymore and then people don't understand it then you start drying up and then things start quit happening It's because we are not hungry and thirsty for the Holy Ghost like we used to be instead of getting on fire for him and asking him, say, Lord, pour your spirit out upon us each and every day. Welcome him into each and every church service that we have and say, Lord, have your way today. Give us what we need today. May the rain of the Holy Ghost fall upon us today. Now, see, let's look at John chapter 7, verse 37 through 39. On the last day of the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Now see, Jesus is saying, anyone who thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He's talking about the Holy Ghost. And out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now there are gifts of the Spirit that flow out of your belly, and this is the thing that Jesus was talking about. He's talking about speaking by inspiration of the Holy Ghost. He's talking about the gifts of the utterance gifts in the Spirit. He's talking about each and everything that would come out of your heart the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, tongues, interpretation of tongues, prophecy, all these different things will flow out of your belly because it's, it comes from the living water, the water of the Holy Ghost. And we have to stay thirsty for Him, but we also have to drink of Him and stay full of the Holy Ghost. And when you do, then the, the power of the water that comes from your spirit inside you will flow out of your mouth, out of your heart and out of your mouth and it will cause things to happen. And this is what we have to do. We have to say, I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to be in control. I'm asking him to speak through me and to do the things that he wants to do through me. Now this is one thing that happens too. A lot of people, they want to Leave the Holy Ghost out and look for natural things and, and all, the, and like uh, I'm gonna say alcohol, for instance. And Ephesians 5:18 says, And do not be drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. He's saying, If you'll stay full of the Holy Ghost all the time, then rivers of living water shall flow out from your belly. You'll see things start taking place that you never thought could take place before. You'll see the things of God start happening in your life again. And you'll be so glad and so joyful. And you'll say, I never knew that it could be like this, but it shall be because of the goodness of God and His Spirit poured out in your life. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the Giving tab of our website, which is located at wacba.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, To give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013.